Hey guys, welcome back to Toby Show. Anyway, guys, today's episode I'm gonna be reading some let's not meet like creepy stories from Reddit. So let's get into this episode, guys. The first one I'm reading is called The Crazy Mother in Law. It's a story that happened to me at the beginning of the year. It's in France, and so I apologize for, for my English. A few years ago, I was dating a great man for whom I have a lot of respect. He's a good person. He's kind of the perfect man, Noah. We broke up because I had to move to begin my training as a magistrate. Magistrate. It was a peaceful breakup. We have a lot of affection for each other. We're still very good friends. Our families are friends too. It's kind of funny because he lives where my parents live. For my part, I live in the same neighborhood as Noah's parents. It's a friendly, caring relationship that we have now. Because of COVID-19, I can't go see my parents for Christmas and New Year. I spend the holidays with Noah's parents. Two weeks later in January, I leave my house to go to work. Someone wrote insults on my car. My car is scratched. My blood's freezing. I'm pretty shook. You should know that you should know that magistrates in France are, are protected. Fines and prison sentences are even harsher when an offense is committed against them. I'm a little afraid it it's due to a case I'm working on. I deal main, mainly with land stories, buildings, and damn, damn it. There are people who are crazy sometimes. It is not a reasonable fear because I work in cases without dangerous people. I had to contact the cops and form the court. These kind of stories are not taken lightly. Okay, let's see. The police quickly find out who the person behind it is, a certain Elsa. At that time in France, anyone leaving the home after 7 p.m. without permission was fined. 135 euros. The day before, someone had been caught two kilometers away and fine. The police asked me if I knew the person who did this. She's a lady in her in her mid-60s. Her face is unknown to me. I'm not withholding... I'm not withdrawing my complaint. A week later, I got a call from Noah who warns me that he's visiting his parents with his girlfriend whom... He's been dating for a year. We're, we're both friends on social media, and she's a normal person. That time in France, to move between different regions, you had to have a good motive. I didn't ask him about it. I, I told myself that he just wanted to see his parents and that he found an excuse to come. I came home from work at night, and it does not miss. I, I came home from work at night, and, and it does not miss. I surprised... The crazy old lady of the photo near the entrance of my building. She nearly drank before I got there. I'm all in my defense, ready to fight if it's unpleasant. She called me a whore that I was too involved in the guy's life. That I was trying to separate them. And sort, and sort that I was the other woman and her daughter's couple. I, I don't ask her any questions and I let her talk stunned. Here he is. I call the police men who tried to calm the lady. I went up to my house with a few men because my my presence made her angry. Later, I learned that she went to van, but they didn't let her drive because she's drunk. It was only a few days later 
that I learned the truth. Noah visits me on weekends with his girlfriend. She told me they came up for her mother, who was declared demented. Apparently, she almost assaulted someone, placed on a shotgun in the back of her car. A little panic, I asked her if her mother's name was Elsa. The police and doctors thought she was just crazy, that she wanted to attack me for no reason. But Noah's girlfriend explained that it was because I had spent Christmas with her boyfriend's parents when she couldn't do it. Her, her mother had taken the news very badly, and she was afraid that her, her daughter would lose her boyfriend. I'd rather laugh about it than cry. The mother's on treatment. I withdrew my complaint. I think about the story now because I learned that Noah and his girlfriend are expecting a baby. What a funny story. That was a crazy story. Really crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so guys, the other story I'm gonna read is called Crazy Creepy Couch Surfer. Some years ago, couch surfing was still a new thing. And I, in early 20s at the time, was a very attractive user on the platform. I stayed with many hosts as traveler, but also frequently hosted couch surfers in a little two-bedroom apartment I shared with an amazing roommate in a small university town. I didn't get too many requests, but all the views were positive. What's important to know is couch surfers were sleeping with me in the same room on an inflatable mattress. Of course, I would always vet host and, and guests before accepting or sending requests, trying to filter out weirdos and creeps. My system seemed to work. Fast forward to the last person I ever hosted. I had spent the night in another city with a group of friends. We had gone to a concert, slept at a friend's house, and took a train back home the next morning. We were all visibly hungover, wearing sweatpants and no makeup. In my country, the train ticket is cheapest if you travel on a group of five. And instead of to you to not use the car. So waiting in front of the ticket machine to find more people to share the ticket with was very common. We were three broke students and happy to add two more people. <laughs> During the train ride, I started to chat with one of the guys on our ticket, a traveler with a tent and a, a huge backpack who was not connected to the other three people on our ticket. This bat, backpacker told me he was from New Zealand in his early 30s, probably a lie, he looked older and have been traveling through Europe for the past eight months with no plan of going back anytime soon. We ended up chatting a little bit about travel, philosophy, culture differences throughout the train ride. Nothing out of the ordinary. I mentioned that I had a boyfriend, a long distance relationship. We were early on in the conversation. This, this will be important for later. After a while, this guy came up with couch surfing and asked if I was familiar with the concept. Being 
the proud sis being the proud s that's right now I started listing all people I'd ever hosted in all places I, I'd ever stayed at he bluntly asked me if I would be able to host him for a couple nights because he was hold on because he was inter- interested in my student town I was a little hesitant at first but I guess my brain was not functioning properly to tell him no directly. I called my roommate to ask if she would be home and whether she was okay with a guest. She didn't mind and I told him I could host him for this not only because I had stuff for university to finish the next day not alive. First and easiest chance to avoid this creep and first and easiest chance to avoid this creep missed. The train arrived we went home to drop our stuff off and proceed with a quick tour through the old town. Bear in mind, I was still hungover and haven't had time to take a rest. He didn't seem, to, he didn't seem too interested in the city tour and asked me if we could go shopping instead. We ended up in H&M where he bought a t-shirt and some underwear. He kept asking me for my opinion on color and style before buying. A little strange, but fair enough. Afterwards, he tagged along when I went grocery shop for dinner, where I also bought two bottles of wine while still out, he asked about if he could stay longer, but I declined. Overall, he made me a little uncomfortable, but I brushed it off, telling myself it was only one night and he would be gone by tomorrow. There goes my second chance to give him the boot. At home, I took a shower that lasted well and well over an hour. Really thought he was trying to drown himself in there. When he finally came out of the bathroom, that had turned into a steam room. He was wearing his new t-shirt and also the new underwear, which I find out later. In the meantime, I was in the kitchen preparing dinner and my roommate had arrived home. He then lounged in my room, changing, charging his phone and using my computer to look up where he wanted to go next. This was before smartphones were widely used. When I went back to my room, I casually asked him for his for his profile on couch surfing. The reason why he was sitting in this room, he he casually replied that he deleted his account a while ago. What the fuck? Why would a person b- backpack it through your delete their account? It didn't make any sense and and in hindsight I should have kicked him out then and there. No further questions asked. But it was already evening and and I wrongfully felt like it had to be I wrongfully felt like I had to be a good host until the next morning big mistake and third chance missed okay let's see dinner was fine overall we ate and shared a bottle of wine in there my roommate however couldn't stay with us for longer because she worked in the hospital and had to wake up early helpful later couch surfer creep stayed seated at the table reminded me that I bought another bottle of wine which should be open now I politely told him that I was done drinking for the night remember the hangover but if he wanted to I could open the second bottle for him alone I I thought he would decline but I was wrong obviously he proceeded to drink half of the second bottle and once he knows 
my liquor collection, tried to convince me to do shots with him. I gave him the same reply as before, and he went for two or three shots while I was watching him. The quality of the conversation down spine wirefully, and I said I would stay in the kitchen for a little bit to do the dishes work for dishes and work for the university and invited him to relax in my room in the meantime. Translation for leave me alone and go sleep. I was seriously not in the mood for dishes work but figured it would be better than talking to him. This plan didn't work out because he kept bouncing back and forth between kitchen and room trying to strike a conversation again. I was not very interested though and eventually he gave up and went to sleep around midnight. Once I heard him snoring, I went to bed as well. Uh, all good, you think. Far from it. During the night, I had a weird sensation. It felt like something on my mattress was moving. I later found that the guy had reached over from his mattress to pull on the corner of my bed sheets and attempt to wake me up. At night, however, I wasn't aware of this yet. But... It kept me drifting in and out of sleep. Around 4 a.m., the couch decided to go to the bathroom. Once he came back, instead of going back to his bed, he stood at the end of mine staring at me for several minutes while I was wide awake, but pretending to be asleep. At this point, I freaked out. I freaked out and was cursing myself for my night of... For my night... was cursing myself for my... NIVD on the train. Eventually, he went back to his bed, but immediately started whispering repeatedly, Are you awake? Okay, hold on. (laughs) I figured I had to answer, pretended to just have woken up and asked an annoyed voice what he wanted. He replied, well, I, I woke up and I have a lot of energy in me and I want to use it up. A pure romantic me. And why are you telling me this, creep? Well, I know you have a, I know you have a boyfriend, but it's really difficult as a guy to travel alone for such a long time. Whose heart wouldn't melt after such a passionate declarer? declaration of love. I just told him that this wasn't my problem. I jumped out of the bed and went to the kitchen. No way was I going to stay with him in the same room after he after he met it on wanting us after he admitted on wanting to use up his energy. He followed me to the kitchen and asked why I was no longer in bed. I answered that I didn't feel like I didn't feel comfortable with him in the same room anymore and would like him to leave as early as possible. He pointed out the t-shirt and underwear he was wearing and said, I only bought those for you and, and spent 30 bucks for nothing. Thanks for the effort, I guess. I simply shrugged and opened my laptop to distract myself. Instead of packing his stuff and leaving immediately, he, w- he, was, l- he was restlessly bouncing between kitchen, bathroom, and my room. Doing a series of weird things I don't all remember. The top three of those were... were Oh, hold on, hold on. The top three of those were washing his hands and face at least ten times in a row pre-COVID, filling a glass with water, swirling it around him, and pouring it back into the sink repeatedly with the water, running from the tap in. And I asked him what the fuck he was doing, c- coming, 
all, coming awfully close to me, looking me into the eyes, intensely saying, so, some things from my childhood, they remain, and you can never go back, and can't change them. While he said that last, he looked like the male version of this crazy girlfriend meme. The last thing really freaked me out, but f- thankfully, this was the last time my roommate woke up and entered the scene. I quickly filled her in about the night events in a language the guy didn't speak. Finally, he got the message that there wouldn't be any any energy use of time. I started packing. My guest eventually grabbed all his stuff and and turned around to look at a picture of my boyfriend and and I sighed and said and said he's a lucky guy. But before finally going out the door, he asked me for my number. My initial thought was to shout at him. What was he thinking? But I figured since he was, since he already knew where I lived, this additional, this, this additionally information wouldn't make a difference. But my making late, I gave him my number, and he immediately tried to ring me. Once he saw it was really my number, he he visibly relaxed and was out of the door. The whole ordeal from watching me sleep to leaving lasted around two hours. He was completely mental, but thankfully not violent. The cherry on the top was when the creep called me a week later. I hadn't saved his number. And after he said, said his name, I asked if he was that crazy couch surfer who woke me up at dawn requesting sex. Told me told him to never call again and hung up. He sent me a text saying you were the crazy one. This was the last I heard of him and the last time I hosted a couch surfer in my apartment. Creepy couch surfer. That's not me again. (laughs) Wow. That's crazy guys. That is. I mean, honestly, I mean, there are a lot of people these days that do Airbnb and they host Airbnb and they let people stay in a place and stuff and yeah. And if I was a girl, I would be freaked out. I would be like, yeah, I don't blame her. I would be like, uh-uh, I do it again. Well, well, guys, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for listening to this episode in peace.